Hi, fellow Gothamites. This is Derek from Gotham TV Podcast, and I'm joined by one of our favourite members of Gotham, David Mazous, back again for our third discussion on for Gotham Season 5. Welcome back, David. Yes, thank you so much for having me. That's really, really good. I know you guys just wrapped last week for uh, for Gotham at your wrap party, uh, finishing up last week. That must have been a big, big moment for you. Yeah, it's a huge moment. You know, it's uh, the end of an era, the end of uh, probably the most formative period of my life. Uh, can you tell us any any kind of your favorite times on the show? Is there any particular moments that kind of stand out to you when you get to the end of such a big period like that? Um, I think I think they're all going to really start coming back to me in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once I've, I've been away from it for a while. Um, and I'll be thinking like, oh my God, you know, I remember that, you know, yeah. um, I mean, honestly, right now, the biggest, the, the moment that sticks out to me is just our, our, our last day just mm-hmm. being there with everybody and, um, and celebrating, I don't know, five years of an incredible, really incredible TV show. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred episodes, five years and a big wrap for, for everybody. Yeah. Big, big moments. Some great photographs coming out of that as well. Really, really enjoyed seeing them. Um, David, I'm going to go on just to talk about some moments from episode one, two and three of the show. We've seen the first uh, three episodes of season five. So I'd love to get your thoughts on where where Bruce is in this season. So in episode one, we kind of have Bruce uh, watching over Selena during the episode and helping out the GCPD who are really depending on his help. What's Bruce's state of mind at the start of this season? Uh, I think, I mean, I think you kind of characterize it. He's, he's really just trying to do whatever he can. Um, I think, you know, I mean, obviously the entire city is in disarray. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody is, you know, no, nobody's getting sleep. Everybody's running low on food. And you can, you can, you can see that uh, with, the characters and, and their actions and what they do and kind of their their mindsets at the beginning of the season. And Bruce is no exception. And uh, he's going to kind of be uh, all over the place, but he's going to be doing whatever he can. I think I think he's just kind of living every moment um, just just to get through it and just to just he knows what he needs to do and he's just trying to to get through this time. That, that's mm-hmm. that's how I thought. Absolutely. And we see after kind of four seasons, we have a moment with Jim Gordon officially confirming that Bruce has a place in the GCPD if ever he wants it. So nice, nice big moment there between the two of the characters. Yeah, that was a very big moment. Yeah, really good stuff. Uh, in episode two, we kind of see that Bruce has now moved on to support Selena. We see that he's willing to do anything he can to to save her life, really. Um, we had a horrible moment at the end of season one where Selena chooses that maybe she doesn't want to continue the way she is but bruce goes into this brand new creepy zone <laughs> controlled by poison ivy uh, pretty much as i say willing to do anything um what's it like playing bruce's more manipulative side in order to get what he wants um it was uh, it was really funny you know i mean throughout throughout the you know throughout the entire five years bruce has had so many faces um you know and and not just like literally you know because there was that too um yeah. But um, uh, but he's had so many kind of different uh, personas that he's had to embody uh, and put on. So whenever there's a new one added to the roster, it's always really exciting. Always um, and so and so yeah. So so when he comes to Poison Ivy, I, I love. I mean, I love um, how Peyton List brings Ivy to life, mm-hmm. um, and I love um, Bruce's relationship with her. He's always kind of skeptical, like. What do you want now? You yeah. know, kind of yeah. thing. Well, she also almost killed him back in season four. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, She's dangerous, and everyone knows she's dangerous. But mm-hmm. she's also kind of very unpredictable, and um, uh, and her her goals and her um, uh, her her desires are kind of very adolescent. So it's uh, it's a funny it's a funny kind of thing combination to have in one character. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, Bruce is really trying to help Selena, and like mm-hmm. you said, do whatever he can. He's going to have to make this very consequential choice, 
And um, it's going to change Selena and his relationship with Selena forever. Absolutely. Uh, on episode three, we see a kind of a huge moment here. We, we've heard from Kamen Brikadova that she feels that she's always been playing Selena Kyle for the first couple of seasons. And in this episode, really, she plays Catwoman for the first time. There's a different energy between the two of you in this episode when you go off to battle a comic book villain, the mutants. Uh, we see a great fight scene between yourself and and uh, and Cameron and the, the mutants on the street. Was it very different after five years working with Cameron and doing a scene like this where you see her as a much more powerful villain? There's, there's a little bit of trepidation between Bruce and and uh, Selena in the way they battle and the way they're willing to, how far they're willing to go to get what they want. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is really the first time that we see that key difference. I mean, obviously, Batman is a hero and Catwoman is a villain in mm-hmm. in the comics. But why, why is that? And I think there's a very fine line that separates the two because they are incredibly similar from their looks to their actions. You know, they, they both are wearing a, a black, somewhat latex onesie mm-hmm. um, and they're prowling around on rooftops at night. You know, that's, that, that's both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what really makes them different? And uh, it really comes down to their willingness to kill, um, I, in, in my opinion. Um, because Catwoman's not bad. I mean, obviously she's 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 a thief too. There's a minor detail, but mm-hmm. but um, for the most part, I think in my mind that's kind of what it comes down to. And this is really the first time that we see that difference come to life in such a vivid way, where Bruce stops her um, from 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 crossing that line, um, and she's not happy about it. And we'll see what she does with that in, in future episodes. Excellent, excellent. Um, for yourself, David, now that you've come to the end of this final season, I guess of of uh, of Gotham, we spoke. Uh, back in at Hers Villains Fan Fest in London, just after you guys had been confirmed for the ten episode season that was originally supposed to be Gotham season five, we got a twelve episode order for the final season. How do you feel the the, the season has wrapped up for you? With no spoilers to, to to the end, but how do you feel the season's wrapped up? Are you happy with how Gotham has had to close out the show? Yes, I'm. I'm brilliantly happy. Yeah. I'm extraordinarily happy. I was I was very disappointed when at the prospect of not getting picked up for for um, a fifth season, mainly because. The end of season four, obviously, now, now it's out. And, you know, it's out in the public. Mm-hmm. Um, it obviously that was not that was not the intended end to Gotham as a story. And one of the best things about the ending of Gotham is that we really get to see the world of Gotham, which is so stylized and so kind of um, unique in itself, and the Batman universe, which is also very unique and also very stylized, but slightly different. We're finally going to see those two worlds collide, and we're going to see how Gotham becomes that Batman world. Um, we're going to see it. We're going to we're going to see the entire city and our characters slowly change um, and pick up these kind of trademark comic little things um, from mustaches to canes to um, monocles. Um, it'll we're, we're finally going to see um, everybody really just come to life in their in their comic book incarnations of themselves. Excellent, excellent. And I suppose one final question for you as we're getting to the end of our time. Everyone is really firing on all cylinders in season five of Gotham. What do you hope the fans get out of this final trip through Gotham? What do you hope that they glean from this final season? I, I just hope that they glean what what Gotham was, was meant to bring to the mythos of Batman, kind of just origin stories, um, showing where these people came from, how they became larger than life, how they went from being regular people to becoming larger than life. Um, and I think, you know, season five is especially that story um, as we're finally getting to the end of our road. Thank you so much, David Mazus. And thank you so much for all the time you spent over the years talking to us on Gotham TV podcast about Gotham uh, and all of the show where we'll happily have you back again towards the end of the season if you'd, if you'd like to come back to us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we've 
absolutely loved your your time on the show and, and watching you grow up into into our favorite Bruce Wayne has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your support. No problem, David. Thanks so much again and have a fantastic 2019. Thank you. You too. That was, of course, our full interview with David Mazous, who played Bruce Wayne on Gotham. He finished filming uh, back on the, about the 12th of of December, and we interviewed him a couple of days after that. So um, there's a couple of things that we couldn't talk about and a couple of things we couldn't share until after the three episodes of this season had aired. Thanks so much for all of our fellow Gothamites who asked us to share the full uh, interview we did with David. And of course, thanks, David, for your time once again for our podcast. Really good to hear from you again. And just a reminder, we also had an interview with Andrew Sellen, who played Mr. Penn on Gotham. Uh, that was released last week. It's an hour-long interview with him, all about his time working on Gotham from season four all the way through to season five. It is spoiler-filled, but a really interesting interview, and I'm really glad about how many people have been listening to it who don't normally listen to our podcast as well. So thanks so much. If you haven't listened to it, head on over to our website at gothamtvpodcast.com, and you'll see Andrew Sellen's interview there. Uh, really, really insightful and really interesting as well. Fellow Gothamites, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, if you're just tuned in just to listen to this interview, uh, you can subscribe to the podcast over at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or on Stitcher. Uh, just go to our website at gothamtvpodcast.com, or just search for us at Gotham TV podcast, the longest running podcast about Gotham. Thanks so much for joining us again. We'll be back next week with another review of Gotham season five. I'm David Mizzou and you're listening to Gotham TV podcast.